Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. So glad that you can make it. Wow, here we are in December already. Uh, raise your hands out there if this year, as challenging as it has been, just seemed to fly by. You know, it seems like just yesterday I was in the middle of fall and thinking about all the fall stuff. And now here we are, rapidly approaching winter. Hey coach here, and this week I'm speaking to you about yard maintenance any time of year. Uh, should you do it yourself? Should you hire it out? And what are the pros and cons and ups and downs of whatever you choose to do? So I'm so glad that you guys are here taking a few minutes out of your day to listen to me. So uh, stay with me and I will be right back. Hey, I'm Matt, you can call me coach. Every week I bring to you landscape tips and tricks and design concepts in an easy to understand format so you can go out there and tackle projects yourself, big and small, get the results you want and be more self-reliant and just as important, save a boatload of money in the process. So you know what? The scenario opens with a purchase of a home. Maybe the first one, maybe the first home, maybe the third one. It really doesn't matter much. You're faced with the fact that uh, the yard needs to be tended and maintained to whatever degree it takes to keep it looking nice. Am I right? You have a decision to make. Do you do this yourself? Which is where I always lean, as you probably know if you've followed me for any amount of time. Or do you hire it out to a yard service uh, to come in and do whatever you want them to do? Leave me a thought. Leave me a thought on this and tell me what you do and why as far as uh, uh, yard maintenance. You know, are you a uh, uh, a Saturday morning yard care professional yourself or do you hire it out during the week? Let's say you decide to hire it out to a yard care professional. Alright, how do you go about hiring one in the first place? How do you interview a company and what questions to ask these folks when they come to your house? Are they local or are they a large outfit that works multiple towns or even multiple counties? And how will that affect your yard's care? Here are some thoughts of mine, and you can take them for what they're worth. First, I was a yard care pro for the first few years of my landscaping business. And truly and honestly, guys, I did not enjoy this niche of the landscaping industry. The reason was the tie to a route every week for me. I did not like this one little bit. I like to basically go out there and demolish and install new landscapes and then take some time off in between, not only to physically recover, but to go do some other things and actually have a life. Sometimes those routes as a uh, maintenance professional just did not allow you to do that on a small business scale. The other was the cheaper competition by less than professional mow and blow uh, folks out there. Uh, anybody with a dinky pickup, you know, and mower, blower, edger, and hedge clippers, you know, and they, they called themselves them pros, and they were not licensed, they were not insured, and they certainly, as probably some of you can attest, they just didn't show up and look professional. You know, if I, if I bid $60 a month on someone's yard, they would come in and do it for $35, and then turn around, six months later, uh, the customer would call me up, and say, hey, I fired that jackass. He was lousy. Or, hey, uh, I know what you I know what you were gonna quote me. Uh, you know, but can you come in and do it for this 
uh, because I got rid of those other people. And after a while, it was just maddening. You know, it was just absolutely maddening. So I gave up on the maintenance thing. But the, there are good landscape maintenance professionals out there. So back on point, I always suggest watching your neighborhood. I am sure you have neighbors uh, around that have somebody tending their lawns and yards. Uh, you can go for an evening stroll and ask them, you know, hey, I, I noticed that uh, ABC Landscape takes care of your place. What do you think of them? Uh, if all seems okay, then heck, pick up the phone. You know, if they give you, give you their number, pick up the phone and call them and maybe set up a meeting time. This is how those people's, you know, company grows and that's how their business grows. You know, when they, when they arrive, you know, take note on something I'm really a stickler about, but take note on punctuality. This to me is a very big indicator of professionalism and an obvious, they're putting your time ahead of their own. Here's a small list of questions that you might want to ask during the interview process as well. Uh, number one, you know, what services do you offer? Now, obviously, you know, they probably mow lawns and blow down walkways and edge and maybe fertilize, but you don't know until you ask. You know, number two is what additional add-on services are available and what are the costs of each? And when I say add-ons, I'm talking about uh, uh, pruning, uh, fertilizing, uh, irrigation checks, winterizing irrigation, uh, stuff like that. You know, they, they have many, many niches, even salting driveways and, you know, landscapers in the winter, they get really creative on how to, you know, keep the doors open and cash flow running by doing other things. Number three is how long you've been in business and what references might you be able to provide me? Names and addresses. Number four, are you insured, licensed, and bonded for your protection, meaning the potential customer, and theirs should something happen. And the biggie, the biggie part of number four is, are your workers covered correctly by workers' compensation? You do not want a worker slipping, falling, and breaking a leg somewhere in your yard, and there's no workers' comp. There really isn't. They could come after you as a homeowner, come after your homeowner's insurance. How about this? I don't know how you guys feel, but... Uh, I happen to live here in America, and I really like to be able to communicate with somebody who I'm paying money to. Uh, do they speak English? And English, I mean, you can actually carry on a conversation with them. I think it's drastically important. If you're not getting what you want done, and yet you can't communicate with them, it makes it very hard to have a working business relationship. Number six, how many accounts do you currently have and how many workers serve these accounts? You know, if you've hired a, a really dinky mom and pop, a successful mom and pop lawn maintenance company, and they have 60 accounts that they have to take care of Monday through Friday, um, how many people are they doing to serve these accounts? Because if they have maybe one owner supervising the whole thing and they have two workers out doing stuff, that's an, you know, that's do the math. I mean, that's an average of 12 yards a day. And how many minutes per yard do they have to stay and do in order to get off to the next one? And then what kind of work is being done quality wise? Something to know. I'll tell you, I've, and I'll share you a story here in a minute. 
Number seven, you know, ask them this. Hey, I want services like you've mentioned, X, Y, and Z. What will that cost for my yard? They should be able to give you a very accurate figure. Right then and right there. Not like, well, I'll get back to you. I'll send you an estimate. I'll email you an estimate or whatever. They should be able to, to tell you. And how long do you estimate each visit will take based on the services that I want? Now, legitimate professional services that are reputable will understand such questions as I did and have answers with them either in their head and better yet in the form of a brochure and a website, etc. So they're really legit. You know, those who are less than professional, I don't know about you, I think that a lot of my audience here are uh, learned people for the most part, but those who are less than professional will stand out like freaking sore thumbs. And anybody, anybody with a modicum of common sense will pick up on it right away. The less than professional folks will usually be low ballers all the time and be much cheaper than the real pros. They will state $50 a month compared to $80 or $100 for the other professional companies. And then they turn around and raise those rates up to the pros level after about three months, claiming that uh, increased costs, blah, blah, blah. They generally will not offer a contract or service agreement for a period of time, which locks in rates and protects you and the pro company should issues arise. You know, I have seen in rural area where I worked, unnamed companies with no signs or anything on their trucks and have a pile of guys come out of a truck and fire up, mow up, edge up, blow up, and be gone in less than 15 minutes. Front and backyard, front and backyard. The yards were not big, but what about the attention to details, the care and edging, the sprinkler attention, feeding and treatment of the customer's property. I once asked the customer who had this service how much the so-called company cost them each month. The lady fired back to me very proudly, uh, $25 a month. The same lady had called me to fix four shattered and broken sprinklers in her back lawn after these same $25 a month guys sheared them with the mowers and the edgers and never offered to fix or replace them. So I kind of guess, you know, you get what you pay for. The other thing to consider is many times these guys are there at your home when you are not. Emphasis, you are usually at work. Do you have pets that need containment? Will they shut the back gate? Will they pee in the corners of the yard? Will they take a peek through your back slider and see what your house looks like inside? 90% of them will be just fine. Don't let me scare you. But some guys, I'll tell you straight up, are not. The guy you speak with at the Q&A session during the interview may not be the team that does the work, and you need to know this ahead of time. Lastly, the equipment these services use every day, week in and week out, month in and month out, don't just visit your yard. They visit many, many yards. Those other yards may not be as nice as yours. They may be filled with weeds and weedy grasses, dog crap, etc. They don't wash this equipment off when they come to your house. You know, when they get to your little slice of heaven, they just start in again. And those same weeds, grasses, and other debris are just broadcast all over your yard. 
and guess what's going to emerge sooner or later? Lucky you, huh? They didn't even charge you for that little part of your service. It's kind of something to consider. Now, on the flip side of yard maintenance, let's assume you are going to do it yourself. Maybe you were burned a time or two by maintenance companies. Maybe you don't have the money right now uh, to pay for a monthly service all the time. Or maybe, damn it, you just want to start doing things yourself. Can I get an amen, brother, there? Because that's, that's where I fall in, right there. I love self-reliance. So here are some simple tools. Everybody can figure this out, but a very good mower, gas or electric, uh, an edger of some kind, you know, a string trimmer, a rotary blade one, even the small little hand trimmers if you've got dinky dinky lawns, um, a broom at least, or maybe a small blower, either gas or electric, maybe some hand pruners or hedge clippers, a rake, container for clippings, etc. Not too much, right? You might even already have them if this isn't your first rodeo. So what about your time availability? Usually an hour or less a week is about average. Larger yards obviously will take longer. Fall for leaf pickup in the more mature neighborhoods add time as well. Then do you have a yard and garden refuge can or are you responsible for removing your yard waste on your own? You know, when it comes to lawn care, um, I always kind of subscribe to the four times a year is a good mark to hit every year. Uh, feeding in early spring, usually with a pre-emergent fertilizer. Uh, prior to summer, say late May or June, depending on where you're at. A third feeding right after Labor Day, and then a fourth feeding uh, right around or before the first snow or rains, maybe uh, early November or mid-November, depending on where you're at. Maintaining that irrigation, if you have a system, checking two times a year, winterizing in colder regions by blowing out water in the system, adjusting timer settings throughout the seasons, including off if it's raining, or at least have a rain sensor, or you can have uh, seasonal adjustments in the timer itself. Hell, they even have Bluetooth capabilities now on irrigation timers, so you can program, reprogram, and even start a watering process from your phone while you are hundreds or thousands of miles away. Nipping and tucking shrubs two or three times a year, plus any projects you add on to the landscape as far as maybe container color, or color beds, veggie gardens, hanging baskets, etc. None of this, none of this addresses any care of the exterior of your home itself at all. Like washing windows and washing down patios and you know spraying and cleaning the fence periodically and resealing it so it always looks nice. And then always, you know, any kind of pet damage if you have a digging dog, etc. Anyone who has even a small ability to manage their time correctly can do all of this with little time expenditure. If you have kids that are of age and can help by all means, teach and drag them away from their phones and video games. So where are you at with this choice? Hopefully some of this has educated you a little or at least raise your level of awareness as far as what is involved to do it right. There are pluses on either side of the fence, guys. You can't mow your lawn if you take a two or three week vacation, but a lawn service can. When I was a small lad of about 13 years old, I made some pretty good money by offering a mowing service and vacation house checks and pet sitting uh, in my neighborhood uh, and did quite well. Maybe consider hiring a good neighbor kid teach them a skill and value of making a buck 
earning a buck and learning a brand new skill that might carry them off into adulthood. Hey guys, thanks very much for watching. I appreciated your time and sticking with me here. Hey, check with me next week when we'll have a brand new uh, topic to discuss. And don't forget to check me out over there on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Let's grow it because I guarantee you I'm going to be bringing you a lot of value-packed information and education every single week. So until then, hey, this is Coach. Thanks for tuning in. I'll catch you next week.